All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are back with We Hate Sports, episode 145. Our moderator, Desi, she's having a little bit of technical, technical difficulties tonight. Um, she will remain here on the podcast. So for the viewers that are watching uh, us on the uh, Skype, you can see that she's right there. How you doing, Desi? I'm sorry about your connection, but don't worry, I can take over. Um, It's a little short episode tonight, guys. Tonight, uh, PC of... Uh, Fortunately, uh, got a very, very good paying job where he's not working overnights. He's trying to get it set up to where uh, his overnights will become day shifts so that he can get back on the podcast as soon as possible. So I'll be the main host tonight. Uh, we got Gianni here. Uh, we got Desi here, like I said, and we got Tolu here. We're going to go ahead and jump straight into our locks and shocks of the week. And let's go ahead and start with Gianni. For my first lock of the week, I'm going to go with the Ravens over the Cardinals. The Ravens are, I think, are the best team in the AFC, in my opinion. It, you can debate with other teams and everything, but the Cardinals, after they played pretty competitive the first couple of weeks, have been falling back to earth, basically. And I think the Ravens are just going to destroy them. It's not going to be a close game at all. For my second lock of the game is going to be the Lions over the Raiders. I think the Lions are going to come back and they're going to beat the Raiders. I think last week, with that horrible loss to the Ravens, I think they're going to bounce back pretty well at home against the Raiders. And for my upset of the week, I'm going to go with the Cincinnati Bengals over the San Francisco 49ers. This game is in San Francisco. The Niners are six-point favorites at home. And I think Cincinnati can get a close win at the end in overtime against the Niners. Well, Gianni stole one of my picks. I'm picking the Ravens again over the Cardinals. Uh, even though I'm I'm hearing that Kyler Murray might be back, he's going to be rusty. So um, our defense is top five. Offense is clicking. We saw flashes of what our offense will be like uh, could be like um, yesterday. So I'm picking the Ravens over the Cardinals for my second luck. I'm going with the Kansas City Chiefs over the Denver Broncos. The last time. The Chiefs beat the the Broncos beat the Chiefs was in 2015. 2015. <laughs> 2015, bro. That was the last time the Denver Broncos have beaten the Kansas City Chiefs. Other than the Chiefs has beaten them 18 straight times. I mean, that's funny to me. That that's I could never imagine losing to the same team 18 times in a row. But that's just me. TK, I mean, that's funny to me. I'm sorry. I I can't I feel so bad for you. But I'm going with the Chiefs over the Broncos and my upset of the week I'm going with the Seattle Seahawks over the Cleveland Browns because I think the Seattle Seahawks are going to go into 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 Seattle and defeat the quote-unquote number one rated defense, Cleveland Browns, the same Browns that allowed Gardner Minshew to, to, to drop 34 on their heads. I'm telling you, I'm going with the Seahawks over the Browns. Totally. Everything you say is just so you just you just emotional, bro. Like, and also let me tell you something, Tolu. Um, you do realize you have not beat the Steelers since I think 2018 or something like that. So we don't beat them last year. We beat them last year. So nice try. Yeah. Oh, nice. oh, oh, okay, okay. Sorry, ladies and gentlemen. Nice Sorry, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, okay, you're right. You're right. But we didn't you're like Tolu. Actually, you're like 18 straight times. 18 straight times is crazy. Is fine. I'll take that. I mean, I have to take that. It's to the best. It's to the best quarterback and head coach in the world, possibly. But Tolu. I'm sorry. I apologize. You're actually one in fourteen since 2018 versus Steelers. So I'm sorry. You get your little one win that you got last week. Okay, I mean, we're kind, we're kind of in the, the same boat. And here, and here's the difference, Tolu. You've lost twenty fifteen. Twenty fifteen. You were in high school. Let me finish. Let me finish. But here's the difference. You were in high school. The last time Broncos beat the Chiefs. You were in high school. The difference. Here's the difference, Tolu. I lost to Patrick Mahomes. You've lost to the hands of. Retired, washed up Ben Roethlisberger. Okay. Oh, Kenny Pickett. Two, do not. those two? Are, are those? Do those two names sound like like Patrick Mahomes? Total? Okay, I rest my case. No. So, anyways, no. I'm gonna go ahead and jump into my locks and shocks of the week. For my first lock, it's gonna be the Texans over the Panthers, 27-21. Um, it may be honestly, this could either be a blowout or this could either be a really close game. Uh, in my favor, I'm hoping that the Panthers win because it kind of you know 
brings my Broncos up in the draft pick. You know, we have a chance at getting Caleb. But I don't expect the Panthers to win this game at all. I did just have way too many problems. The defense isn't good. Uh, the coaching staff I actually really like. I think it's really underrated. But they have no offensive line. They have no weapons on the outside for Bryce. Um, he's just back there getting sacked and hurt. Every, it seems like he's getting sacked every single play that just gets stepped back uh, to pass the football. So they're really going to need to work that out. But unfortunately for them, it's not going to be able to be done this year. Um, they have they don't have their draft pick this year. So I, I honestly, I, I don't know Deani and, and Toto. I don't know what they're going to do this year as far as, as far as getting weapons for Bryce Young. But they don't have a pick until the second round of next year's draft. And guys aren't breaking their necks trying to go play for the Panthers. So, uh, yeah. So my number two lock um, is going to be the Chiefs over the Broncos, 31-23. Uh, the score might actually sound crazy. A lot of people probably expected me to be a blowout, but... Uh, Gianni and Tolu, uh, you guys see the game. For some reason, every time we play the Chiefs, it's always a close game for some reason. We always lose. Granted, we always lose every time, but it's always a close game for some reason. I don't know why. I don't think we've ever lost. I don't think we've ever lost to the Chiefs by double digits uh, in the Patrick Mahomes era. And if we have, it's been a very, very long time since it happened. But relatively, these games are always close. I expect it to be another close game. But um, I do believe this game is an arrowhead. We have absolutely no shot, even if it was in my high. This game is just, we just have absolutely no chance against Patrick Mahomes. Um, and we saw what the Chiefs looked like yesterday. They're starting to look like uh, what we expected Patrick Mahomes to look like every single year. Uh, the defense is still top five. Uh, they're extremely stout. Uh, Patrick Mahomes is offensive line is protecting him. Uh, his weapons on the outside. That kid, Rashi Rice, bro. That kid is really, really good. Like, keep, 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 keep. If you don't know who Rashi Rice is, ladies and gentlemen, keep an eye out for that kid. Uh, that kid's going to be special. Um, and then finally, for my shock of the week, how about this, Gianni and Tolu? How about the Rams over the Cowboys? 35-31. <clears throat> um, I don't know if you guys know this, but the Rams defense is very, very underrated. I think it's a top 20 defense, which may not, you know, shock a lot of people. But I think that's very, very good for a Rams team that has absolutely no weapons on defense. Um, besides that, uh, we all know what the, the story of, of uh, Puka uh, uh, and, and uh, Cooper Cup on the outside. Those two possibly you're talking about a, ta- a, a duo tandem in the NFL that's up there with the likes of T of T Higgins and a Jamar Chase and the AJ Brown and Devontae Smith. I understand this is Baku's first year, but that kid is good. He's really really good. Um, I like I understand that Kyrie and Williams is out, but I really like what they did with Daryl Henderson in the back in the backfield yesterday. I uh, got them a touchdown, got a uh, hundred scrimmage yards. Uh, I think he's going to be good. And this is a guy that you bring back onto the team that's very, very familiar with the offense uh, in Sean McVay's scheme. But um, look, I, I I really think that this is I understand that the Cowboys defense is really, really elite, but I think it's going to be one of those high scoring games. Uh, I think it's going to go back and forth. These are two very, very good offenses. And I think it'll end up going back and forth. And I think, uh, but I think, yeah, at the end of the day, the Rams are going to end up getting upset there. Um, and, and Cowboys fans, nothing to freak out about. I think Cowboys end up still getting into the playoffs and whatnot. But I think this is going to be one of those games that Cowboys expect to win if they're not going to be able to win. So give me the Texans over the Panthers, Chiefs over the Broncos, and the Rams over the Cowboys. All right. And let's go ahead and jump into TK's tier list on this special episode of We Hate Sports. Um. So I, I, I kind of did it a little different this week. We're still going to have the three winners, but we're just going to have one loser for the week. And I'll explain why when we get there. So let's go ahead and start with our first, with our winners of the week. Uh, number one, the Chiefs over the Chargers, uh, 31-17. I think that was a huge win for the Chiefs, like I stated earlier. Uh, this is a Chiefs team that hasn't really been looking like themselves offensively. The defense is finally uh, – Patrick Mahomes has never had a defense this good. Um, and I didn't have the Chiefs going to the Super Bowl before, but I think that, honestly, uh, Gianni and, and Tolu, uh, we're having a conversation where the Chiefs might be very, very realistically end back up in the Super Bowl because Patrick Mahomes has never had a defense this good. We saw what Patrick Mahomes did against the Chargers yesterday. Granted, it is against the Chargers defense. That's a joke. But uh, Patrick Mahomes looked like Patrick Mahomes yesterday. And when Patrick Mahomes is looking like Patrick Mahomes, his offensive line is looking the way it did. And then you give him a top five defense that he's never had. And this guy's already won Super Bowls with terrible defenses. I mean, just imagine what he's going to do with a top five defense once these guys reach the playoffs. We all know how, how great and elite Chris Jones is in the playoffs and all the all the amazing plays, they, all the sacks. Uh, that he's had in the playoffs. Uh, where they most likely get a guy like Frank Clark back if he can pass his physical for this team. I mean, this kid, this is a team that's only adding um, to their defense, and I think it's only going to get better and better. Yeah, I feel like you want to say something? You want to say yeah, something? Yeah, I want to I say, like, when I look at Chiefs, they, they look really, really good defensively. I didn't expect them to be this good defensively. They have really, really good pieces and everything. It's coming all together for them. And offensively, they're they're just finding their way. I feel like when you look at the AFC, like I feel like it's open. 
you know, like the conference is open. But I feel like the biggest threat is probably the Ravens. But outside of that, I think this team has a really, really good chance of getting back to the Super Bowl again. And that, that, that's tough because to play them in the Super Bowl, it's just tough. Like things don't go your way versus them. Yeah, and, and I mean, I, I wrote a couple stats here, but I mean, it's always the same thing. Mahomes being Mahomes, 32 of 40, of 42, 424 yards, four touchdowns. Travis Kelsey being Travis Kelsey, 12 catches, 179 yards, one touchdown. And then, like I said, this kid, Rusty Rice, like I said, if you don't know his name, learn who this kid is because this kid is going to be one of the elite wide receivers. And I'm talking, when I say elite, ladies and gentlemen, Tolu and, and Gianni, I think this kid's going to be on the level of a, of a, of a Jamar Chase. And, and, and a Zay Flowers and, and an A.J. Brown. I think he's going to be on that level. And luckily for him, he has Patrick Mahomes as his quarterback. And we all see uh, uh, um, it's it, it's going to sound kind of crazy of what I said. I don't want people to take this the wrong way. But we kind of see what Patrick Mahomes did for Tyreek Hill and vice versa. But um, when Patrick Mahomes has a favorite target, you are going to get crazy numbers for this season. I'm talking Pro Bowl numbers. This kid's going to end up in the Pro Bowl. He's going to be in the conversation for best wide receiver. I don't think he'll ever be the best wide receiver in the league. Um, <clears throat> but I think he'll be in that conversation. Um, so, yeah, he had five catches for 60 yards and one touchdown. And, and, and the defense, five sacks. The defense combined for five sacks and two interceptions. Um, like I said, Patrick Mahomes has just never had a defense this good. And, ladies and gentlemen, at the beginning of the season, I thought the AFC was way, way too loaded for, the, for even the Chiefs who just won the Super Bowl last year. I think people forget that. Chiefs just won the Super Bowl last year, ladies and gentlemen. And a lot of people came into the season doubting them. And um, I was one of those people. But right now, um, the, the Chiefs and the Ravens, those, those are my two teams that I expect to come out of the AFC. Uh, they're, they're, the, the Chiefs are, they're, I mean, the Chiefs are just the Chiefs, bro. And they're starting to click right at the right time. Um, so, yeah, so that was, that was the first winners of the week. Uh, number two, I decided to go uh, with uh, Tolu, your Ravens. Your Ravens, 38-6, uh, went over the, over the Lions. Uh, Lamar Jackson, 21 touchdowns, 357 yards, three touchdowns. He had the one rush touchdown. Uh, Zay Flowers with the four catches for 74, uh, 75 yards. And the reason I wrote that, Tolu, because um, I'm glad the Ravens fan is here. You know, you all Ravens geared up. It's perfect. I understand Mark Andrews is there, and I'll start with his touchdown total. Four catches, 63 yards, two touchdowns. Is Zay Flowers slowly becoming Lamar Jackson's favorite target? Or who, like I said, I understand Mark Andrews is still there, who's been Lamar's favorite target since this kid, since he's got in the league. Um, but is Zay Flowers slowly becoming Lamar's favorite target? Or do you think it's going to be Mark Andrews until Mark it's Andrews isn't the there anymore? It's always Mark it don't matter who is there. Lamar trusts Mark Andrews. Lamar puts all his faith in him. There's a bro, there's a reason why Lamar just listen. <clears throat> in the drum ball situation, Lamar is going to Mark Andrews 99% of the time. 99% of the time. It's going to Mark Andrews. And Jay Flowers is gonna be is gonna be great. He's gonna be our he's gonna be in Baltimore for a very long time. That's all I'm telling you guys right now. He's gonna be in Baltimore for a long time. That kid is special. That kid is great, and now that I'm telling you right now, like me personally, the only people in in my opinion, the only people that can beat us is ourselves. The only people that I think that can beat us is ourselves, because me personally, I think we should be six and up. I'm not satisfied with with, with five with with four and two because the two losses against the Steelers, bro. We had we dropped eight passes. We catch maybe four of those. That's a blowout. The second loss was to Indianapolis. We blew. We we choked that game. We choked that game away. We we were winning that game. We should be six and zero, oh, bro. I'm telling you, the only people that can beat the Baltimore Ravens is themselves because we have a elite quarterback. We actually have weapons. We we have a great defense. Y'all don't talk about our defense enough, bro. We we need to talk about our defense, man. Patrick Queen, Roquan Smith, um, uh, Justin Matabike, Adafe Owe, Brandon Stevens, Geno Stone, who is having a breakout year. Geno Stone is leading the league in interceptions. He's leading you the league. You missed some names, so Tolu, Tolu, name them all. You got to name all the stars on the defense. You got a lot bro, of them. You can name literally. Geno Smith, Kyle Hamilton, Marlon Humphrey, Odafe Ode, Justin Matabike, um, uh, uh, Van Noy, Van Noy. 
um, uh, Jadavian Clowney, he's actually looking great right now. He's looking like, like he was supposed to look when he was in South Carolina. I'm telling you, our defense is OP, man. Our defense is great. Our, but that's that's common. That's this is the Baltimore Ravens, bro. Our whole team is built off of defenses. But it's our offense that will slow us down. I'm telling you right now. Only people that can stop us is ourselves, man. If you put Lamar Jackson against anybody, I I think we can beat anybody. I think we can beat anybody. I think we can beat anybody in the AFC, NFC. You can bring them all. I do not care, bro. Like, Lamar Jackson is, in my opinion, this is probably the best I've seen Lamar Jackson in in my whole life, bro. Because... That one play to that touchdown. That's 2019. I don't know, man. That 2019 season. No, was no, no, no. Go ahead. 20, no, 2019 was special, but he's a, he's a way smarter player. He oh yeah. So, he he's yeah. a way smarter player now because he doesn't look to run now. Place. He doesn't look to run. He looks, to, bro. That one that one throw to Nelson Aguilar. He easily could have took off. He easily could have took off, but he was taking his time in the pocket and looking because if that was 2019 Lamar, he would have ran. He would have ran. But he's a way smarter player now. That's why he's better now, in my opinion, because he's a bit way smarter player. He's a way more patient player now. And give our credit to our offensive line. Our offensive line held it down last night. They were bullying the hell out of the Ryan's D-line. Aiden Hutchinson, he didn't get no pressures on Lamar Jackson last, yesterday. So, yeah, I, I'm I mean, happy, is, but... I don't, know, but, I don't know if you know, Toto, but this is a top 10 defense in the lines that you were going up against. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I, I'm, I'm glad you said I think the biggest thing uh, with Lamar is um, he's not looking to run anymore. Um, nope. He's only he, he's only doing it when he needs to. Uh, Lamar is honestly, he's looking to pass first. Um, he's looking on, he, he's checking his reads, he's checking his progressions, uh, which is something that even the, Lamar from 2021 wasn't doing. Uh, Lamar just slowly started doing it last season and still had doubters. A lot of people just wasn't watching, I believe, and then Lamar got hurt. We all know what happened with that situation. That he comes back, gets his money. Uh, you guys kind of, you guys are winning games in the beginning this year, but Lamar's not looking as hot as you know a lot of people would like him to look. But honestly, man, um, for the people that were watching the game, they 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 knew what was going on. Uh, you guys had a lot of situations where the uh, passes were being dropped. Uh, Lamar did have some fumbling issues in the beginning of the season. He seemed to have clean, cleaned that up in the past couple of weeks. But, yeah, man, honestly, like I said, I said it last second. I, I said it last when I mentioned the Chiefs. The Chiefs and the, and the Ravens are my two teams to come out of the, the AFC right now. And just for that reason, Lamar is playing at an extremely high level. <clears throat> he's in playing on, and, and he's in the MVP conversation. And we're finally getting to see what Lamar is with the weapons, which is a top five quarterback, top three quarterback, if you want to have that conversation. Because we're talking about this year, Lamar is in that conversation for top three. Um. I mean Lamar. I mean Lamar Jackson is Lamar Jackson is just Lamar Jackson with and without weapons. And um, for a lot of uh, 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 I'm just, before I move on, for a lot of these quarterbacks we call so quote unquote elite, uh, we have we've never seen them um in in situations like Lamar. Like I said, who is still himself with and without weapons. Lamar without weapons is still going to get you 36 touchdowns, eight interceptions a year with over 4,000 passing yards, a thousand rushes. Lamar Jackson with weapons is still going to get you 36 touchdowns, eight interceptions, 4,000 pass yards with a thousand rush yards. Um, I mean that dude's special, and I think a lot of people are taking his greatness for granted. Um. And, and, and we're, 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 we're going to miss Lamar when he's gone, bro. They don't make a lot like Michael make a Lamar Jackson at all. Um, but, yeah, so let's move on uh, with number three. And Gianni, I mean, you should already know, man. It was your time. Your time was coming. I, I, I mean, I had to put the Eagles a uh, very, very convincing win, uh, 31-17 uh, over the uh, Miami Dolphins, who I, you know, gave Gianni a hard time, ladies and gentlemen, this week. So I'm going to let him talk about the Eagles a little bit before. But, yeah, I gave him and the PC a hard time this week. But, PC, but Gianni, you all, you know it's all right, bro. You know I love him, bro. Yeah. And I give you trouble all the time. But you, but you also know that I also yeah. praise uh, um, Jalen Hurts a lot. I may not praise the Eagles a lot. I do praise Jalen Hurts. I think he's a phenomenal quarterback. And he went out there and he proved it yesterday. Uh, let me read his stats. 23 of 31, 270 uh, nine yards, two touchdowns. He had the uh, one touchdown <clears throat> uh, rushing as well. Uh, A.J. Brown, 10 catches, 137 yards in the touchdown, man. He is insane. So, and, and Tolo, I want you to get in on this too, but Gianni, I really want to hear your your your, your input because maybe I'm being crazy. When I think of Jalen Hurts and A.J. Brown, and clearly they have to, well, actually, this duo didn't win a championship together. They have one of the greatest seasons of all time. But so when I think of A.J. Brown and Jalen Hurts, I think of 
Randy Moss and Tom Brady. And look, I'm not saying AJ Brown is Randy Moss, and I'm not saying Jalen Hurts is Tom Brady. I'm just saying, no matter if you double guard, if you double team AJ Brown, he's still going to get the ball. Um, you're not going to stop Jalen Hurts is one of the most unstoppable rushers when it comes to the tush push. We all, I mean, we have that conversation for another day. But I think when you go out and you game plan for a guy, look, Devontae Smith is on the other side. Who I have not even mentioned yet. But when you you when you go out, I think you're game planning for Jalen Hurts and you're game planning for AJ Brown. Because when AJ Brown is good, this team is good. I think AJ Brown, I understand a lot of people think that uh Jalen Hurts and, and Gianni, maybe it's because I'm not a Eagles fan. I understand a lot of people think Jalen Hurts is what makes this thing go and what makes the Eagles go. I think it's AJ Brown. Because when that dude, it seems like every time this dude has games where he's getting over 100 yards and he's on his speak my language shit. You guys are winning these games because he's so damn unstoppable. When AJ Brown is good, your run your run game is good because then our teams are freaking out about okay, how do I stop? How do we how are we gonna stop the pass? And then you got Devontae Swift who just took off for a 50 yard fucking run. Like, bro, this shit, this is the type of shit that literally happens, bro. I watch it all the time. Every time you think that every time you think this team is going to stop the pass, they'll be like, okay, they come out with a dime set. Okay, so now all of a sudden you got Jalen Hurts, <clears throat> who can who's good enough to rush you for ten to twenty yards, and you got Devontae Swift, who's honestly in the conversation for best running back in the NFL this season. Honestly, like if, if we're being real, I mean he's been that good. Like honestly, it's like okay, so we'll play the nine and we're trying to stop the pass, and then they run it on you for twenty yards. Like you cannot stop anything they're doing, and it's not the same offense that it was last year as explosive, but it's still a damn good offense that's still winning games. Like I said, I, I was wrong. I, I thought the Dolphins, I, I did say it would be a shootout. And it was a shootout, but it was just a shootout for the Philadelphia Eagles. For, because for some reason, every time the Dolphins play, play good teams this year, they just forgot how to play football. Um, but yeah, Gianni, just, 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 just tell me what, what – just go ahead, bro. Just go ahead. Honestly, with the offense, I feel like it's mostly – yeah, you could say A.J. Brown. I think Hurts runs the entire system, basically. But I think the run game sets up the passing game, you know, to be successful, like, in a way. And I think you see, like, Swift going off, and then you see Hurts throwing to, to A.J. Brown. Like, that touch, that basically that big um, catch to set up the last touchdown was in, insane because he got cracked, basically, from the defender. And it's just, it's just insane. I know the turnovers is up, you know, last year. But not all of them are his fault, but we need to cut that down, really, because I feel like offensively, that's the one thing that can stop this team, turnovers. Outside of turnovers, I think this offense is just flowing, and, and plus the red zone, you know, red zone offense, but that's going to get cleaned up by December, January, when it's time to actually, you know, win big time. But I think the Hurts and Brown connection is just insane right now. You know, A.G. Brown has 809 yards receiving. He's a, he's a guy that might get, like, 1,800 yards receiving by the end of the season. He might even catch up with Tyreek, basically, because Tyreek is not that far ahead. I think he's only, like, 100 yards – actually, no, under 100 yards ahead. So that that's a pretty crazy, honestly, that he's actually catching up to, to um, Tyreek. But like the offense, I think is going to be fine. The defense, I gotta give them some some um, respect because, like, I gotta give them a lot of credit because, you know, that offense is very fast. We know how fast Tyreek. We know how Jaden Waddle. You got Molster in the backfield that he can go off for 90 yard rushing for a touchdown. We we've seen that a lot, and to shut them down like that to 17 points, really it was really 10 points because the pick six was the last um, touchdown they scored. And now adding Kevin Bayer to the secondary, it's just it's just huge, honestly. I, I just think we need a other corner, and that's it, honestly. But, like, this team is just set overall. Dangerous. To, yeah, dangerous. And then you look at, um, like, the other teams in the NFC. Like, Lions, you know, they got destroyed. And then you look at the Niners, who are now down 10 nothing to the Vikings. This is a perfect opportunity to, you know, to stay at that first seed and not and not leave out of it. So, like, overall, I like the win. Great win. I feel like, you know, these next seven games, I'm not sure if you saw, TK, the schedule. We play the Cowboys twice. 
Seahawks, Niners, Bills. Like these teams, if if we beat these teams, I think we're the best team in, in the NFC for sure. But we got to go out and prove it these next couple of weeks. I like the win. This win was huge. And now adding Kevin to the secondary, it's just insane. I feel like this defense is not the same as last season, but the difference this season and last season is that they can stop the run this season. Last season, they couldn't stop the run. And this past defense is the same as last season, basically. They were 10th last season. They're ninth this season. So, you know, not, not too much of a, like a difference there. And at the end of the day, like I said, you guys are still winning games. Um, I think yesterday this is a game that the entire nation was watching. And you guys went up there and you handled business. So, um, yeah, man, I don't think it's an argument anymore about who's the best team in the NFL this year. I mean, this week it's, it's the Ravens, it's, it's the Ravens, Eagles, and Chiefs. I mean, like I said, it changes every week of who's the best team in the NFL. Last week it was the Bills, uh, or the week before that it was the Bills. Uh, I think last week it was the Niners. I mean, it changes every week. So, uh, you guys are definitely looking good towards the Ravens, towards the Chiefs. Um, like I said, I had one loser for the week, so let's go ahead and jump into that. That's the three winners. Uh, I think this is pretty easy, honestly, to figure out. It was the Bills. Uh, 25-29 loss to the Patriots. Allen, Josh Allen, 27-41, 265 yards, two touchdowns, an interception. Only 17 rush yards. Um, <clears throat> and then Mac Jones, 25-30, 272 yards, two touchdowns. Um, I mean, and Josh Allen and the Bills defense, I mean, they were all played by Mac Jones and the Patriots defense. Um, and I think that's just absolutely embarrassing. Uh, I think this is a game that the Bills 100% should have won, 100% needed to win, 100% uh, could have won. Uh, Josh Allen just didn't. Uh, Josh Allen decided decided not to show up until the fourth quarter. Um, unfortunately for him, that's it. That's the only time that he started looking like Josh Allen. Those first three quarters, he looked terrible. Uh, this team could, as a whole, just could not get it clicking. Um, like I said, losing to the Patriots. You, you, you I mean, last, I mean, a couple of de- a few days ago, before the reports came out that uh, Bill, that Bill, that Bill Belichick had actually signed a contract extension. Um. I mean, we're just having conversations about Bill Belichick's uh, job being on the line. And Mike Jones going to be here next year, and then you lose to that team. Like, I, how do you do, bro? How do you lose, guys? Can you tell me how you lose to the Patriots this year? The worst Patriots team that we've ever seen. Honestly, I have no idea because they are so bad right now. Like, I thought <laughs> that they're just so bad, man. Like. Honestly, I don't know how like CC and Trey watch that team every week because they're just <laughs> awful. They're just terrible, man. Like honestly, the last couple of games they got destroyed. Those those games should have gone to to like I don't know to a Disney Channel or whatever channel, Food Network, or or Food Network because they're like those teams <laughs> were eating them alive basically. Like it's just terrible, man. Like they are just. The football gods, gods, they've been running the NFL for the past decade. They need to suck. Patriots fans need to be humbled and watch their team suffer for once. See, Tom, now that you don't have the greatest quarterback of all time on your team, you stink. You're done. Yeah, they're they're just terrible. And for the Bills to lose to that team, and plus, I think they have a couple tough games. I think they play the Bengals, the Chiefs, the Eagles, like, they, they might be kind of screwed. The, the, but here's the, the thing, though, Gianni and, and, and Tolu. It seems like every time Josh Allen plays a good team, he looks like himself, and these are these are games that they win. But then when he, for whatever reason, when he plays the bad teams, he looks terrible. I mean, to to get outplayed by Mac Jones, bro, let <laughs> that sink in. <laughs> Losing is one thing. But to get outplayed by Mike Jones, that I mean, that's just pathetic. Absolutely, yeah, that's pathetic. Honestly, that I mean, Stephon Diggs. I don't, I don't know what's going on with Stephon Diggs. He's dropping passes. Uh, I'll speak with Desi. Desi, she, she spoke to me. She, she thinks that it's the offensive coordinator, and they're not calling the right plays, and that the receivers are dropping balls. The only thing I agree with is that the receivers are dropping balls. Um, when you're Josh Allen and you're an elite quarterback, um, the offensive coordinator is not, not out there. Passing the ball, he's not out there. You know what I'm saying? Making the plays, he's just out of, out there calling the plays. He calls the best plays that he thinks is is there. And also, um, 
you guys have super top five quarterbacks in the league. When your quarterbacks <clears throat> don't like something at the line, don't they audible at the line of scrimmage? You guys have seen your quarterbacks audible yeah. at the line of scrimmage plenty of times. Why did, why can't Josh Allen do that? Dude, you're a you're you're an elite quarterback. You have every authority, every right to do that, bro. If there's a call that that has been called. I mean, it's not like the way Desi talks about it, she makes it seem like every single call is bad. That's not the case. Every single call is not bad. <clears throat> you either complete the play or you don't. It's either it's either gonna be a completed pass for positive yards, negative yards, or no yards at all. That's that's just football at the end of the day. So but if if there's a play that the quarterback doesn't like, you go to the line. This is why you go to the line of scrimmage. You audible and you, everybody now knows the play and you complete the play that you like best. I don't think Josh Allen's gonna be. I don't think we have a problem with that at all whatsoever. I mean, Peyton Manning made a living with the the, the oh my god, the Omaha, Omaha. I mean, we heard all the audible plays since this since Indianapolis. Then when he went to the Broncos, it was the same situation. Quarterbacks are audible, so I, I'm really not trying to hear oh it's the offensive coordinator with the bad plays. No, I, they're, they're, you know that you lost to the Patriots. There's no excuse for that. You are the Buffalo Bills. Okay, the only thing that we that we have marked against Josh Allen, if we're being like non-biased, is that he can't beat Patrick Mahomes in the playoffs. Other than that, every other than that, Josh Allen is is praised, <clears throat> but. I mean, damn, bro. You, you. I mean, it's not like he had a terrible, terrible game, but you got outplayed by Mike Jones, Jones. and you lo- and in a loss. That's a terrible loss too. That's a terrible loss. That's a division game too. That's a division. Yeah, they're zero two versus division. They're zero two. Divi- well, zero and two again in their division, bro. Yeah, zero and two. Yeah, because they lost. So they're like oh, they're, yes, yeah, oh, one, they beat the, one, they, yeah, I forgot about the Dolphins. They beat the Dolphins, but they lost to the Jets and the Patriots. Like <laughs> you lost to Zach Wilson and Mac Jones. You should be ashamed. Shamed. Uh, but, but honestly, their division yeah. is getting tough. That division is getting tough a little bit <coughs> like, in the top because we we wrote off the Jets, you know, but I think we're like the toughest stretch in their schedule, and they're now in the hunt now. And if you're losing these type of games that you you should win, in the Bills' sake, you're basically yeah, you're giving live to you yeah, screwed. you're giving live to that other team. Yep. Yeah, Stephon. Robert, can you can you imagine? Could you imagine a situation? I, of course, I don't think it's happening. I don't think you guys think it happens either. But imagine a situation where the Bills keep losing these games that they're supposed to win, and the Jets find themselves in the playoffs in the air. Like, just imagine what the story, what the what the story, what the storyline would be for Josh Allen and the Bills on the in the offseason, season, right? Like that would be insane. They 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 would have to blow up, honestly. Yeah, Stefan is out of there, man. <laughs> yeah, Stefan's so out of there, man. He's 30 now, but he's not. No, he wouldn't go for that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's gonna be the tier list for the week. Um, ladies and gentlemen, we'll be here again next week. Hopefully, PC can get his situation figured out. <clears throat> we miss you, bro. We really, really miss you, man. Yeah, we I'll miss you, right here. but um. So, Gianni, I'm going to go ahead and actually hand it over to you and let you, because you, I think you know what the mini game is for the week, right? So, we're going to play a mini game of the week. It's going to be a, a, a NBA kind of mini game. We're going to do predictions, coach of the year, MVP, and all that stuff. So, to start, I'm going to go with TK with coach of the year to start. All right. So, for my coach of the year, I'm honestly, I, I think it's going to be, you know, actually, no, I can't say that. It's just going to the Western so actually, let me give a realistic answer. Uh, so I'm gonna get. I'm gonna actually say uh, the Cavaliers coach Davey Bickerstaff. Uh, I expect the Cavaliers. I don't. I don't know how you guys feel, but I expect Cavaliers to be one of those teams that a lot of people aren't talking about right now. But I think they're gonna be extremely. Uh, I think that they're, they're going to be a very, very good team during the regular season. I think they're going to have about ten more wins than they had last year. And I think that uh, most importantly, Donovan Mitchell, bro. You got to get back in the. You need to get back to the playoffs, and most importantly, you need to show people that last year, uh, what we've seen, the, what is terrible, atrocious, the 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 right world, Gianni, for for the way this man showed up in the playoffs. Cause he looked absolutely bad. He did not look like himself, bro. And this is this is a dude that went fifty for fifty for fifty for fifty in the bubble 
uh, 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 with Jamal Murray. So, um, yeah, we need to see. We, I mean, I think this is a situation where um, Donovan Mitchell is going to be looking to get uh, back into himself. He's going to have himself in the MVP conversation. I truly do believe that. I mean, I think he's going to have this team um, competing for a top five spot uh, in the Eastern Conference. Uh, um, not saying that they get to the Eastern Conference Finals or anything crazy like that, but I think that this is a team that's going to be in the top five. I'm going to shock a lot of people this season. So give me JB Bickerstaff, uh, proposal of the year for that reason. So I'm going to go with Tolu for MVP. And Tolu, do not say LeBron James just because he's LeBron James, please. Go ahead. Okay, I'm going with Brunt. No, I'm just kidding. Um, uh, who's the MVP? Man, so much. I, I think it's going to be Giannis. I, I think it's going to be Giannis because I feel like Giannis is out for blood this year. I, I Now that he's got Dave, you know, the Bucks are are, are, are are contenders, you know. He just saw, he just signed an extension today. I think G, G Giannis is out for blood this year. I think he's going to have a really good regular season game, regular season. I think he's going to average damn near 30 points, uh, like eight rebounds, eight, eight assists. I think Giannis is out for blood this year. I think the the, the Bucks are going to be a top three seed, you know, and Giannis is going to average thirty per usual. And I think he's going to win MVP. He's going to win a second MVP. Okay, I'm going to go with Rookie of the Year. I think is the next one, right? Yeah, Rookie yes, of the sir. Year. I think this is a easy a easy choice for me. Honestly, is Wembley, man. He is just insane. His highlights and everything preseason has blown me away, honestly. The guy is just... The guy was made in a lab. The guy was made in a lab. (laughs) Yeah, for for real. He was made in a lab. I just can't believe how crazy... This guy... If if the Spurs get a point guard, bro... If the Spurs get a point guard, bro... Like a genuine... Like a floor-genuine point guard... It's it's wraps, bro. It's wraps, Yeah, they could could get somebody in like two years, basically, and and just take over the league, basically. You see that? That's that's the problem. The Spurs—it's always the Spurs, bro. The Spurs stink for the past three years, and they get a generational talent. It happened with Tim Duncan. It happened with Duncan Robinson. Now it's gonna happen with Wemby. You know, Greg Popovich doesn't move. And 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 the fact that they're all big—I mean, it's crazy, bro. Six man of the year. I'll go ahead and take that one yeah. over. Um, so for six man of the year, I mean, I guess I'll keep it simple with Jordan Clarkson. I mean, it just seems like every single year this dude's getting 20 points off the bench. Um, he's always contributing in the playoffs um, <clears throat> with, with every team that he's been on uh, coming off the bench. And, and, and I'm, I'm not saying he's anything like Lou Will or anything like that, but he has that Lou Will aura. So I'm going to go ahead and say Jordan Clarkson. Um, I'm not sure. Did he win it last year? Wait, let me check real quick. I think I can check real quick. No, wait, wait, wait. Brogdon won it last year. Oh yeah, Brogdon won it. No, Brogdon. no, Brogdon. Okay, there you go. Okay, yeah, so Brogdon won it last year. Yeah, but okay, so yeah, so even more of a reason for me. I think Jordan Clarkson is due for a six man a year because, like I said, he he could be a starter um for a lot of teams in the league. Um, well, okay, for a lot of bad teams in the league because you got he's not going to be a, star, a starter on a good team. But he, this is a dude that could start on 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 a couple of teams. Um, like I said, he does for twenty. It seems like this dude is every time he touches the floor, he's just a natural born scorer. If you want a three, he's going to get you a three. If you need a mid range shot, he's going to get you a mid range shot. Uh, this is a guy that's extremely underrated attacking the basket. So yeah, Deanna, I'm going to go ahead and say Jordan Clarkson uh, will finally win his six man of the year award this season. Okay. Defensive player of the year for Tolu. Ooh, defensive player. Tolu, you know what time it is, bro. I want to pick Anthony Davis. That's who I want to pick. I really want. Not, it wouldn't be Anthony it Davis be deserves a defensive player of the year, man. It's a, it's a crime that he hasn't had that he doesn't have a defensive player of the year. So screw it. I'm doing it. I'm picking Anthony Davis. Anthony Marshawn Davis Jr. is the is a shot blocking machine. He can block every shot. He can send shots back anytime. He can defend the perimeter. He can defend the exterior. It's a crime that he doesn't have a defensive player of the year. And I think he gets it this year. So I'm going with Anthony Davis. I think next is the most underrated team. Yes. 
So the most underrated team, this could sound biased, but this team is always counted out and everything. I think you guys have, you guys probably could agree in the, in the, in, in certain ways, but I think the Miami Heat is the most underrated team. Team, I know they went to the finals, but it was like crazy, and, and they miss out on Dame, Beal, and, and other pieces, but they always find a way to be competitive at the end. I think the next one is now the most overrated team, TK. Damn, this is actually hard, bro. Because I don't, I don't want to say the Suns because I feel like the Suns are overrated, but at the same time they're they're rated because of a reason. The Bucks, I feel like probably overrated, but they're also rated for a reason. You know what, Gianni? I'm gonna I'm gonna steal the I'm gonna steal the page out of your book. I think I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with the Boston Celtics. A lot, and here's the and the reason I'm gonna say go with the Boston Celtics because I think the Boston Celtics are actually going to be a really good team. But I think, I mean, a lot of people are saying they're going to be teams like the Heat. They're going to be easily be teams like the Bucks. Um, I, and I'm just one of those people. I got to see it first. The Heat have had the it seems like they've had the Celtics number uh, for for years now. Um, and and I'm I'm really excited to see what Damian Lillard uh, and Giannis Antetokounmpo are going to do together. I think that's going to be a deadly combat, a deadly duel in the NBA. Uh, one of the most unstoppable duels in the NBA. But like I said, man, like I said, the Heat have had the Celtics number for years and years. Um, so I need to see that team. I need to see you beat that team first. And like I said, the Bucks I think, are a team that's going to be better. Let's see what happens with this James Harden in the Sixers situation. But, um, yeah, I just think some of these teams are a little bit st- that I still probably take over the Celtics, even though, like I said, I expect the Celtics to be one of the better teams uh, in, the NBA, in the NBA as a whole. Go ahead, Gianni. Yeah, and, and, the, and the crazy thing, too, like, I understand what the Celtics had and everything, but if it wasn't for the Jimmy Miss three-pointer in the conference finals in 2022, the Heat would have won five straight playoff series against the Boston Celtics, which is crazy. So insane. Like, yeah, it's insane. That's why, that's why it's hard to count us out. I, I think the Bucks are just the best team right now in the East. Without even them playing with each other yet, I think they're still the best team. So the next thing is going to be teams with the most wins. Tolu, who do you think is going to win the most games this season? I think it's going to be the Denver Nuggets, defending champions. I I think the Denver Nuggets are going to win the most. They're going to have the most wins in the regular season, but they're going to. I think the Denver Nuggets are going to. I feel yeah, like that's not that bad. I think they're gonna have the most wins because they take the regular season serious because they want to know their seating. I was gonna say the Suns, but we all know KD's gonna miss some games and we all know Booker's gonna miss some games. So, and usually the 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 Nuggets are healthy, so I'm going with the Nuggets. So, don't really matter though because uh, they're getting knocked out of the playoffs this year. It does not matter. They are not repeating. They are not repeating. Okay, for the last one, the NBA Finals um, prediction. For my NBA Finals prediction, I'm going to go with the Milwaukee Bucks over the LA Lakers in six games. I think the Bucks adding Dane, keeping Giannis, I think they're going to add more to that team. I, I just think it, it's their year, honestly. And I think if you look at the conference in total, for each side, I think the Bucks are going to beat the Heat in the Conference Finals, and I think the Lakers are going to beat the Suns in the Conference Finals. So that that's how I look at the both conference in the Final Four, and I think the Bucks have it this year. You said in six. Yeah, over the Lakers in six. Okay, and then we we did have one more, Gianni. It was um most improved. Oh. Okay, so for most improved team, uh, which is going to be our last one here, ladies and gentlemen, um, I decided to go with the Houston Rockets. <clears throat> I really, really like uh, the hiring of uh, a Demi, uh, I can't even say his Ime, name. Ime, Ime Adoka. Adoka. Thank you, uh, thank you, Gianni. I really like the sign of Ime Adoka. I think it's really going to bring these uh, this core of young guys together. Uh, you get the toxic. Get, I'm not even going to say his name on the podcast. None, nobody say his name because we don't promote the abuse of hitting women. Uh, but yeah, they finally got the toxic, the toxic toxicity out of the uh, locker room and out of the organization, out of the stadium, everything, whatever you want to call it. They finally got it out of there. 
I think the core that they have now, I think this is the core that in the future we're going to be talking about this uh, team with a team like the Thunder, who are young right now and now getting themselves together, who are really teams that are really, really building for the future, uh, who have bright futures as well, uh, with great coaches uh, and great young cores. And I think the Houston Rockets are going to surprise a lot of people. I don't think I don't expect this team to make the playoffs. I don't expect this team to be in the play-in or anything like that. I just think that this is a team that I think had about 20 three 24 wins last year. I think this is a team that I don't see they're going to get about 31, 32 wins, uh, which is which is good for a team like this, like I said, in you know, Udoka's first year. So, um, yeah, I think it's going to be the Houston Rockets, ladies and gentlemen. I think they'll have – I think they're going to have nine more wins than they have last year. All right, ladies and gentlemen, so with that being said, uh, the podcast is coming close to an end here. We're going to go ahead and jump into our the final segment of the week, which is our five takes. Let's go ahead and start with my guy, my brother, Gianni. I'm going to go with an NFL take. It's going to be about the L.A. Rams. We were talking about them earlier. I think with how the NFC is looking, like, you know, the last wild card spot, I think the L.A. Rams are going to get that last wild card spot. I think they, they have enough talent. They have, I think they have enough games that they can win, you know, down the stretch and st- sneak in and I don't think they're going to win a playoff run but I think that will be some good progress after last season how last season went for them they went 5-12 and 12 last season I think they can win 9 games 9-10 games sneak into the last wild card spot and I think they, they have all the pieces honestly to do it they, they look real good and now with Cup and Puka nah. and everybody yeah no, I was saying, I don't think that's a bad hot take at all. Like I said, honestly, a lot of people are talking about their defense, which is really good, which is really, really good at top 15 defense. A lot of people are talking about it. We all know what Matthew Stafford is. Uh, he still he still looks pretty good, uh, even for even at being 35 years old. But they, uh, with the weapons that they have on the outside, uh, you'll get a guy like Kyron Williams back in time for the playoffs. That guy, he'll be uh, close to 100% healthy when you can get him back. Uh, he, so... I mean, that's a really good hot take, bro. I think it'll surprise a lot of people, but yeah, the Rams are and 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 most people forget last season, bro. We're having conversations where people are asking if Sean McVay's gonna retire. Yeah, like remember, it's, like it's crazy how how, yeah, how fast crazy. what a, what a year can be. Yeah, that's a really good hot take. Um, go ahead, Doug. Totally big dog. What you got this week, bro? Well, I'm gonna go with an NFL hot take too, but. It's kind of a both NBA and NFL take. Um, the NBA has officially surpassed the NFL in terms of ratings because now the NFL has now have industry plants in our league, aka Taylor Swift and that one Chargers fan. Okay, let's let me get this straight right now. All right, I cannot watch a single Chiefs game without Taylor Swift. Being everywhere, bro. There was literally a stat where with Travis Kelsey or what Travis Kelsey's record when Taylor Swift's on. I don't care. I don't care about Taylor Swift. I don't care about your Swifties, okay? I don't care what kind of handshake Taylor Swift has with Patrick Mahomes' wife in the stands. I don't care. That was... No racial, but that was the whitest thing I've ever seen in my life. It was disgusting. It was nasty. And not only that, it, the, the, the Chargers fan, too, who, like, bro, what are you doing? What are you doing, NFL? Can we watch football? Can we watch football? I, I don't care about Taylor Swift. I don't care about these industry plans you are doing. It's disgusting. It's ruining the love of my game of of football, you have ruined the game of football with these Swifties and these and these industry plans you have put in. Okay, Roger Goodell, do something, please, please. Like, bro, it's like we're watching a little Taylor Swift concert every time we watch the Chiefs. It's disgusting. It's disgusting. I mean, at first, uh, I mean, honestly, Tolu, I, I, I understand, bro. Because at first it was cool. It's like, oh, cool, you know, Taylor Swift is dating Travis Kelsey. You know, I, look, I'm like Tolu. I'll admit that I used to be a, I used to be a Taylor Swift fan. I'm fucking old, old Taylor Swift. Like when the first and second, third albums came out. That's when I liked Taylor Swift. But now I can't make sure shit. This is not good to me. But yeah, I used to be a Taylor Swift fan, and I thought it was cool. Like, okay, Travis Kelsey and, and Taylor Swift. 
And then it happened. Then they showed her again on Monday night football. And then again on Thursday night football. And then they showed her again on Sunday night football. It's like, okay, bro. I mean, the Chiefs weren't even playing Monday night and Thursday night. What the hell are we doing here? Like, are you serious? I mean, they, they totally, it's not so bad. They're, they're talking about it in college game day. Like, it's we get it. We topic, get it. Bro. And, and, and totally all it is, 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 I mean, you guys are smart. I told you, you're in college. Yeah, I mean, you're very smart yourself. I mean, we all know what this is. Like, literally. I mean, Taylor Swift watching NFL. It's Taylor all about watching NFL. Her millions of fans are not watching NFL football who have never watched, picked up, in, read a book, anything about football. Can't name one player. But you know what they can name? Travis Kelsey. And you know what they did? His research. I mean, you guys seen it. I think his... His jersey sales went up 400%. How the hell does your jersey go up 400%? What does that mean? I mean, it's, it's all about money. It's all about money. I'll tell you one thing, Tolu. Travis Kelsey, you can go on your podcast and they can see how old the NFL is overdoing it. Your pockets are, are benefiting, benefiting. Oh, he's enjoying it, bro. Yeah, I mean, he's benefiting. He's benefited because of it, bro. Like, I mean, you can go ahead and take the funk, like, oh, yeah, they're overdoing it now, bro. We, we, you love it. You love it. I mean, <clears throat> bro, you're dating the biggest pop star in the world, bro. I, I'm not mad at you, but the NFL is definitely overdoing it. I mean, they're putting Swift, the Swifties, we are 3 and 0 uh, in, in their bios. I mean, it's just, it's just too much, bro. And I'll tell you one thing it, 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 the Chiefs keep getting off. I mean, you guys have seen some of these games with these referees and these Chiefs, man. They, they're. Th- some of these non-calls, and it's like, what, what is, what, what, what was going on here? And then you put that in the bio. I mean, it looks suspicious to the real fans. Telling you, I mean, bro, I'm telling you. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. But um, um, yeah. With that being said, we'll go ahead and jump into uh my hot take of the weekend. Tolu, Tolu, you said Anthony Davis is going to win the Sixth Player of the Year, which I think, honestly. We Lakers fans, bro. You know, and I'm, I'm accepting you as a Lakers fan tonight, bro. You feel me? We're Lakers fans, so we both, we both, want, we both don't want it. We both want Anthony Davis to win the Defensive Player of the Year. But for my hot take, man, look, not only is Wimby going to win Rookie of the Year, this man is going to win Defensive Player of the Year, bro. Tiani, Tolu, y'all have seen the games, and if you haven't seen the games, you've seen the highlights. I mean, this I, man. He's going to win one, but I don't think this no. year. I don't think this year. Hey, man, look, bro. If anybody can do it, oh, it yeah. is Wimby. That dude is a – bro. Wimby is the type of player that you create on Matt, on, on, on 2K. He's what you create. You create a tall KD-type build, except he's taller than KD, and it, it is, has, has the same type of game as KD. And he actually told him, he actually might have better handles than KD, bro. I mean, I understand we just we only seen him in preseason, but from what i see, I see KD, a taller version of KD, with better handles, bro. I could be and, – and way better defense. I mean, I don't need to talk about defense. I think he's way better. But honestly, the, the guy I, is Carl, bro, he's a – bro, he's a – I don't want to drop that. Apart, I, I, I promise PC I wouldn't curse too much. He's a freak of nature, bro. Did you see the block where this dude literally yeah. didn't jump, just turned around? Got as if it looked like he it looked like he got his ankles broke. He turned around and blocked this dude's shot. He dude. even blocked Clay Thompson's three. Like he you know blocked him shot. Went went down the court, looked at him, and dunked the ball. <laughs> I'm like. And did you see when he did? Did you see when he did a nutmeg between the one player's legs? And it's like, oh my goodness! I'm like, huh? What? You're totally. And, yeah, and, and I, I need to, I, I need everybody to understand. You're not as as a as a player that big. You're not supposed to be able to do. You're not supposed to be able to do that. You're not supposed to be able to be able to dribble between your legs. You're not supposed to be able to nutmeg people. You're not supposed to be able to literally be able to block one of the best three-point shooters in the game. Can, can, I, can I ask y'all a question? Have y'all, maybe I'm tripping, have y'all ever seen Clay Thompson's shot blocked? I don't think I've ever seen that. No, no. I don't no. think Clay Thompson's shot has ever been blocked from three. Man. Yeah, that, that, that's the first time I've ever seen it. Because Clay was taking his normal motion, and the guy just, Clay was like, He's a he didn't even know what to do. <laughs> he was and, just like 
And and Gianni, did you see the the the, high, the highlight of Thomas Bryant when um yeah. this man? Oh, yeah. yeah, like his face dunk, to the crowd is like the dunk was. What the insane, hell am man. I supposed to do? It was, bro, <laughs> it's not even this. This dude is under Greg Popovich, bro. You can't tell me yes. this this league isn't scripted. This man and is the greatest coach of all time, and bro. Tolu. What was Tim Duncan? Like, I, not, I forget his boring offense because that's not Wimby. Wimby is way more gifted than Tim Duncan ever was on offense already. But yeah. how elite was Tim Duncan's defense? Duncan's defense? Very elite. It was very, extremely elite. So very. you are now you bring in and now you bring in a guy who's already was already elite on defense. You're only going to make him even more elite on defense. Tolu, he's winning. He's winning defensive player of the year this year, bro. Not only that, Tolu, he is Tim Duncan's steroids, bro. He's Tim barring Duncan. and barring and no, he's better than Tim Duncan. And Tim Duncan's a Hall of Fame. Okay, I'm not gonna say that yet because I'm going like crazy. Relax. His ceiling, his ceiling, his ceiling is way higher than Tim Duncan's. Bro. Oh yeah, his ceiling. way, way, way higher. But so yeah, so. I mean, it's higher than Zion, who, I mean, that was the last high-ceiling guy that came into the league, and his ceiling is way higher than Zion. But, so, not only is he going to win Defensive Player of the Year this year for my hot take, I got to say that. This man is going to win. I think he's, I don't know what the record for most Defensive Player of the Year is of all time for a player in his career. I think he's going to hold, he's going to break that record. He's going to win Defensive Player of the Year award after award after award after award. Bro, because, like, because Gianni and Tolu, tell me who's going to be better. Who's going to be a better defensive player than Wendy if he stays healthy for a majority of this? If this dude stays healthy about 65 to 70 games a year, who's going to be, who's going to win Defensive Player of the Year over him? Give me a name. Give me three names. Well, if I can give you three names, like, three names is Giannis. Of course, Uh he's a good Okay, AD that's a good name. And, I, that's a great name. Anthony Davis. I think I AD think is Bam. good for one. And I think Bam is, is up yeah, there too. Bam is a good defender. I think I think Bam. I, so I think Bam. So I think yeah, I think Bam will win like one or two. But I'm saying like let's say five years from now when these guys are a little older, oh. Gianni. I mean, yeah, we're, I, I just when, when, when he's just getting in his prime. Yeah, I mean, nobody's bro. stopping that. <laughs> Nobody's stopping. Nobody's winning If they get but, an elite shot, but unfortunately, we all know. But, but we all know how it goes, though. They, they the NBA is not just gonna keep. Even if he earns it, they're not gonna keep giving the defensive player of the year. Somebody else is gonna win defensive player of the year that shouldn't win it over Wendy. We know. I mean, we've seen LeBron James well, rob of MVPs. We've seen Kobe rob of it. Like we've seen it. I think he can win three defensive players of the year in a row, and then they're going to change it up and give it to somebody. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're going to be honestly, like, all right, that, that's, that's what they're going to do. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. Nice. I, I think, I think, honestly, I'm, 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 I'm going to screenshot this memory because I think Gianni's 100 percent right. Dudes is going to win one, and then he's going to win another, and then that third year they're going to be like, all right, bro, we can't keep giving yeah, this we're dude tired. defensive yep. player. <laughs> Boulder fatigue, I think that's called, basically. Yeah, man. We're going to give so, it to somebody else. Yep, just like they gave. Oh, I don't want to be, oh, I don't want to say this without PC being here because then I can't take a shot of his, I can't take a shot of Joel and B. Yeah, you could say Jokic kind of <coughs> I'm, glad, I'm, I'm glad Gianni said it because I, I would have felt bad at saying it. But yeah, honestly, I mean, you can make that argument. <clears throat> like I said, Gianni, that, that uh, Jokic could have won it last year, which he probably should have. They gave it to Embiid because, you know, a lot of people felt like it was his time to finally win an MVP award. So, but yeah, but yeah, man, uh, that's going to be my hot take. I, I think Wimby's not only going to win Ricky Edier, but he's also going to win uh, Defensive Player of the Year. And um, we do not have Desi here to send us out, so I guess I'll close us out. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that's our special episode of, uh, I guess we can call it We Hate More Sports Sports, because we already have a We Hate More Sports, so I guess We Hate More Sports Sports. I don't know. Well, I'll leave that to Gianni and PC. That's their show, uh, which I promise you guys, uh, I told you guys, I promise I'll pop up on an episode or uh, <clears throat> one of these days. Let me know when the next time you guys are doing it, I'll pop on. That's going to be it uh, for me. 
Uh, Deani and, and, and Tolu, thank you for coming out tonight. I really appreciate it. You know, you guys could have been watching the game and doing other things. I appreciate, you know, you guys being here tonight because I feel like we owe the uh, audience and the listeners, you know, not being here last week. We owe them an episode. And, and I'm kind of excited for Gian, uh, for PC uh, when he's editing tonight or, you know, whenever he does edit, whenever he does do his editing first, you know, him to, you know, kind of hear us, you know, what it's like without us, you know, so that he can understand that Tolu, you know, doesn't have to be, that Tolu isn't a troll all the time. He can actually make sense and make really, really good takes. Like I said, Tolu, you did great tonight. That's probably the best episode you did. <clears throat> Gianni, you know, you do great all the time. This is one of your better episodes of well. Desi, and then... <laughs> Desi couldn't be here tonight again. She tried to stay as long as she could, but she was just having troubles with her laptop and, and her Wi-Fi was just messing up all over the place. But she did show up tonight, so Desi, thank you, sweetheart. Thank you for showing up and trying to be here tonight. Uh, hopefully, like I said, hopefully PC okay. gets okay. everything worked out with his job to where he can be here. Uh, next situation is I complimented Tolu a little too early because this man is okay. Um, well, that's going to be it for We Hate Sports episode 145, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for listening. Um, Again, Tolu, you are a sick freak. And with that uh, being said, we will be here again next Monday, episode 146. We're going to have questions, some spicy questions for you guys. Uh, we're going to probably bring, maybe we'll bring MLB talk back for the week. Uh, we'll discuss that this week. Uh, maybe we'll give Tolu a rant of the week. Maybe maybe his uh, Ravens will lose and we'll get, we'll, Tolu can rant for 10 minutes. I, I miss Tolu's rant. Uh, you know, my teammates will be back next week. Desi's Wi-Fi and everything will be situated next week. Hopefully, Sean will be here next week. This man got himself a girlfriend and just said, said F the podcast. But, you know, it'd be like that. I understand, Literally. Bro. Literally. Sometimes when you Literally. get a girlfriend, that happens. Um, but, yeah, that's going to be it um, for episode, again, 145. Thank you for listening. Um, we'll be back next week. Peace.